Hello. Hello. Welcome. Atomic Radio Hour post-nuclear podcast. I'm your host, Vince. And I'm your absolutely lovely host, Olive. Tis a holy day, my brother. Do you feel it upon us? What kind of holy day? The day that should be coming out is February 15th. We are officially living... In a post-sonic world. No, 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 don't... don't. (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, A-S-M, as far as I am concerned. After Sonic movie? After Sonic movie. Oh, I can't wait to see it. We are officially living in that time. There is the B-S-M, and now we will be in A. I can only imagine it's either the greatest movie I've ever seen... Or a steaming hot pile of horseshit. I think it's going to be, like, unironically good. I think it's going to be so fucking good. I'm really excited for it. It comes out on Friday night, right? It comes out Friday night. Kyle and I are going to go on a big, big date together. Cool. And I am going to round up some friends and say, we're going Sonic. I'm I'm so fucking excited for this movie. I'm very excited. (laughs) Like... Today, there was a picture that was, like, they put out on their Twitter. I actually put it in our group chat, and I put a, a screen cap of it in the Discord. Link to Discord in the description below. Uh, and it was Sonic sitting in a, in, a, in a movie theater seat with a bucket of popped corn. Yeah. And he's got Pumas on. My boy's I got know. some fucking Pumas. Which, I if if Sonic at any point... Did you see movie, the full one? What? The, the full, uh, like, promotional no. image? Oh, it the, has, one, the, the stand-up It has, like, one? a seat. No, it has, like, a seat next to him that says, you here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't get over the fact that he had some Pumas on. If, That's if, funny as if hell. my fucking blue boy wears some fucking Pumas, some, some, some suede Clydes, I might Ooh. lose my mind. I might lose my fucking mind. This, <laughs> and then, and then, fucking special guest Kyle texts me and he goes, there is an after credit scene. An after credit scene? <sighs> Uh, I don't know if I can handle an after credit scene. What they, is it going to be? Tails? Knuckles? That's what? what? That's what I said. It's it's because they don't show it because apparently Sonic is an alien in this from the trailer and they don't talk about any other character, but he's coming from his planet. And if it's fucking Tails or if it's Knuckles that they show at the Dude, end. Shadow. Shadow. Okay. 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 I was trying to write a joke, right? I've never yeah. said this publicly, but... I grew up watching Comedy Central a lot as a kid and watching mostly the stand-up and, like, not the shows. Uh, And I've always wanted to write stand-up. Yeah, I actually recall you saying that. But, like, I was trying to write a joke, right? So I was like... And I I was trying to write it as, like, a stand-up bit, but it it started out coming out more like a skit. And it was, like, me calling Kyle. I'm like, hey, man, um, I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to wear Blueface for the the Sonic premiere. And Kyle's like, dude, don't. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, oh shit! Did you want to? Do you want to go Blueface? Is 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 Sonic your favorite character? You can go as Blueface. Oh shit! Maybe I'll go as, in Yellowface for Tails or Knuckles. Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Shadow is my real favorite character. For real? So what if I just painted my face like Shadow? And Kyle's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I see like, where we're going. With that. <laughs> and it's like, dude, what's the bit, what's the problem? It's like you don't think there's any like bad connotation with painting your face to look like Shadow? That no, dude, not at all. Why? Uh, it'll be easy. I could go get paint now, and I'll I'll do like my cheekbones will be red, like Shadow, like he's got the the red. T- and it's just like, dude, I don't think you should do this. And then, <laughs> and then it just like smash cuts the Kyle at the theater, and 
he's like standing there waiting for me, and I show up and I'm in fucking full blackface oh, with God. this little red on me. And like, I'm the only person oh, who doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. And I'm just like, hey. And he's like, dude, go fucking wash your face. I'm like, why? Shadow's my face. Just like. <laughs> And I tried, I tried starting the joke in Discord, and I couldn't get it rolling. Like I couldn't set it up properly. But oh, but I was sitting there. I was like, "How fucking funny would that be to just like show up with a theory, like, hey, and like, like nothing is wrong with what you're doing." That's actually quite funny. Like I and, feel like and, that's like that's like an ed- not like an edgy like a gamer edgy, but like that's an actual like funny joke that's like poking at something political. Yeah, and that's like. It's like, not just like, haha, I'm a racist. Yeah, and that's that's a big, like, I, I watch a lot of comedians and I listen to a lot of podcasts and whatnot, and the number one thing is, like, there's funny, and then there's just shock humor, and I'm mm-hmm. not going for, oh shit, look at him, he's got, he's doing something that's offensive to most people. It's just like, he's such a fucking idiot, he doesn't realize what he's doing. That's you insane. Know, you know what I mean? Like the, the jo- and that's what I was proud of, that the joke wasn't black people. <laughs> the joke was, look at this idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, I guess actually, it's quite funny. Like, I, I was like, I thought it was really fucking funny. I know you're not supposed to laugh at your own jokes, but just the idea of, like, two dudes hanging out at a movie theater. And, like, imagine the camera angle from, like, the screen. And it's just me, like, with a big smile, but my face is completely blacked out with, like, two red lines. <laughs> like, eating Jesus. popcorn excitedly, and Kyle's like fucking got his hat real low because he doesn't want to be seen like i i don't know i thought it was funny um but i have a question for you i have a kind of like a two-part segmenty question for you so what kind of a kid was i in high school what kind of a kid were you in high school yeah um oh damn this is a hard question (laughs) you can say asshole it's fine um i don't know i was gonna say like distant yet popular distant like you knew you knew everybody and was like associated with everybody but like you'd never really let anyone in oh this isn't this isn't the segue i thought you were gonna say i think it just got my feelings hurt a little i'm sorry (laughs) no i'm fucking with you (laughs) um i was gonna say i was a real fucking sardonic Ooh, sardonic is a good word. Just, like, almost vindictive kind of fuck you because you're telling me to do something. For, like, you're telling me to do it. Like, let me do it on my own type of person. Mm-hmm. Really sarcastic. Ah, yeah. But in a way that people of authority didn't get it. All right, well, this the segue didn't work the way I thought it was going to oh, work. Okay, well. <laughs> um, this is our, like, unofficial, official Valentine's Day episode. Um this is a holiday I don't understand. It's a holiday I, I don't partake in. I've never partook. Uh, and I was such a vindictive... That's the word I was looking for. Vindictive, fucking edgy kid when I was in high school that I made these sticks. Okay, if there was anything, it was that, and I was always trying to make a dollar. Um, and I made these stickers. Do you remember these stickers, my friend? I do. Would you, would you like to be the one to deliver the punchline? Um... I hated Valentine's Day since I was a kid. It never made sense to me, and it always just seemed like a way for companies to make money off of people that... Like, you shouldn't have to wait for a day to tell someone special you love them. You just tell them yeah. you fucking love them. I mean, and, Valentine's Day is based on, like, the St. Valentine. Yeah, I know, so, but it's also a Hallmark holiday. It is a Hallmark holiday. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not, like, a real holiday. Like, so, no one actually celebrates it for, like, the religious association. Yeah, it's just like, hey, fucking... 
Too capitalism to tell someone you love them. Yeah, and then put a baby in your kid so then they're fucking born in November. Uh, put a baby in your kid. Put a fucking baby in your wife. <laughs> I did not catch that. <laughs> I caught I it. did not catch that. Great. We have blackface and now pedophilia. <laughs> We're on a roll. <laughs> Wait, till we get to this lore? Holy shit. Alright, so what I did is I made these stickers and I got I got a bunch of them. I got red, I got pink, uh, I got black and red. There's the shadow colors. I got purple here. What else? We got silver, green. I think there's another pink or purple one. That's like a reverse shadow, like a girly shadow. And then there's a blue one here. Um, and my thing was, I went to school and I sold them for a dollar each. And if you wore one... You had to wear it right over your heart, and you had to go up to another person and talk to them. And it couldn't be a friend of yours. It had to be someone you'd never spoken to before. Or maybe had, like, a casual... Con- like, hey, man, can I get a pencil? Hey, thanks. Like, one of those. Um, I was trying to bring people together and make money. That's what we're all about here on the topic Radio Hour. <laughs> but, like, I never did it other than one year, I remember, because we kept getting snow days. And then, like, it fell on, it fell on, like, a Saturday. Um, but, yeah, I was going through my, my stuff. I used to make stickers, and I found these, and I was like, holy shit, this would actually work with, um, John, John Cream, the show, uh, with, like, the theming of everything. So, because I'm an idiot, and I'll just point it out to me, uh, most of the people that listen to the show fucking listen and can't see. They're, they're just... Stickers that were white stickers that I exacto knife cut it, cut it, 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 cut out, cut it, it, uh, an S and an A, and it was for singles awareness, and because that's all Valentine's Day was, especially when I was in high school, I just was like, oh, cool, you're just calling me out, um, so yeah, it's just like one of those weird things that here's a red with a black outlined S and an A, um, and it was just one of those things that I was like, you know what, fuck the man because the man can't tell me what to do. One of my favorite part about Singles Awareness Day that? is that the acronym is SAD. <laughs> <laughs> I never even fucking recognized that. That was my favorite part of it. Really? Yeah. Haha. <laughs> That's probably like the, the the secret meaning behind it. My dumbass didn't even pick up on it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's just, I don't know. It was just one of those things. I was going through all my shit in my desk and I found this and I was like, huh, I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was yeah, a good yeah. concept, though. I mean, I made, like, ten bucks. <laughs> so. You want to get into today's lore? I would love to. Today's lore is something that we've only done a few times, and it's something that I want to do more of, and especially for this one. This is uh, the quest, uh, A Nice Day for a Right Wedding, which is a play <laughs> on the fucking awful Billie Holiday song. Um, a Nice Day for a White Wedding. You know that song? Um, I've heard of it. It is I don't like remember the lyrics or it, anything. If you heard it, you would instantly know it. It's the only like Billy Holiday song I know, and it's wait, hold on, it's, it's not Billy Holiday. It's not fucking Billy Holiday. Hold on. Hold on, I sound like an idiot. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Thank you. Uh it's ha <laughs> it's the only Billy Idol song that I know, and it's always on the radio, and I fucking hate it. Um, so this is a quest that's a hidden quest that takes place in Rivet City. It's a quest that, like, I didn't do for a very long time. It took me a really, really long time to find it. Uh, because it's a hidden quest, it's kind of like a smaller quest, so it's not, like, a lot, a lot, but, um, 
it's a quest that's it's hidden. Uh, I didn't do it my first time around, and like, there's on on the wiki, which I go on the Fallout.fandom.wiki. Um, there's a full on like normally it's like oh this is how you do the quest and here's the branching paths and like this is this and that and mm-hmm. and sometimes I might go on and like maybe watch. Um, a YouTuber, not like just just a let's play YouTuber, do it quick. Not like someone who's gonna like read all the lore and tell you everything about it. Right, right. Just um, to, like blow through it. You, just just to get like a feel for it again. Um, but I'm gonna kind of break it down for you. It it, it it might be a little all over the place, but just follow me. You ready? Yeah, sure. And Are you gonna have like a diagram on the screen? Depends on how much time I have to edit. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, Angela Stolly is in love with Diego, an acolyte of St. Monica's Church in Rivet City, and he cannot reciprocate his feelings for her. Uh, the father of St. Monica's Church is Father Clifford, who we will get into a little more later. The Lone Wanderer can uh, give Angela Stolly some Ant Queen pheromones to seduce Diego or can lie to Father Clifford, and we'll get more into that a little later. Now, Angela Stolly is born in 2261. She's 16 years old and the daughter of uh, Gary Stolly and the owner of Gary's Gully. She works there and she could be found there until 6 p.m. And if she's not at the uh, at the gully, she's with Diego. Now, that's the restaurant you see when you like first come in on the left hand side, right by yeah, Flack yeah. and Shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Um so this is something that I thought was really interesting. If you rem- remove her with console commands or enslave her, uh, this can lead to the game crashing or a corrupted save because the people of Rivet City have to interact with her. Oh. Someone who has, like, not a ton of dialogue can fuck your your save, which I think is crazy. Just break the entire game. Just because she just has to interact with these other people in Rivet City. Yeah. Um... Like I said before, this is kind of weird, so I gotta jump around and explain people before we kind of get into the quest. Sure. Um, so then we go to Diego. Diego was born in 2259. He's 18 years old. He is Father Clifford's right-hand man. He sees him as, his, as like his actual family. He came to Rivet City with his biological father, but he abandoned him. Uh, he works at St. Monica's Church. He has... Uh, he has feelings for Angela Stolly, uh, and because of her age and, and where he works, he tries to keep them secret. Angela sees right through these feelings that he is developing for her. Father Clifford, born in 2237, is 40 years old and spends most of his time at the church. He's a nice guy. He likes to talk to pretty much everybody and loves to tell the story of St. Monica. Now, I'm going to read for you, Olive, the story of St. Monica. Yeah, I don't know it. If you're listening, you're going to hear Father Clifford say it. I've committed to it, so now I have to do it. You ready? I'm ready. Today we hear the story of St. Monica. She was born in Great Lanta on the shores of the ocean. Her parents were both ghouls. Yes, that's right. I said ghouls. That she was conceived at all was a miracle. That she was born unafflicted was an even greater miracle. God tested St. Monica. She did not lead an easy life. Sold into slavery by raiders, she was forced to sell her body. They took her only son, Aaron, from her and sold him. She prayed every night to God for his safety. She did not pray for herself, although her burden was great. Each night she would preach the word of God to the slavers. 
After sixteen years, God provided a miracle. One of the slavers repented his wicked ways and helped her to escape. Four years she looked for Aaron. Four years she wandered the wasteland. God looked over her in those years. When she found her son, she found he was a wicked man. Aaron had overthrown his masters and taken their place. He was an owner of men. Aaron took his mother to be his slave, even knowing who she was, for Aaron blamed her for his painful early life. Each day Aaron would think of a new and wicked trial to put her through. She would only smile at him and say, I forgive you. Each morning she would be miraculously healed as if nothing had happened. When Aaron truly realized her love and God's love was boundless, he flung himself at her feet and begged for St. Monica's forgiveness. Aaron released all of his slaves, and they rejoiced. He repented all his wicked ways. So... Sounds fake, but okay. My favorite part about that is Gould parents having a non-Gould child. Um, yeah, that's, because that's they, something. They can't reproduce. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that sounds like some culty fucking... Stuff, some, some, some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From, but like, this might just be the Catholic school talking. But reading that, I got very like, I could feel the oh. way, like, like I could feel the way a priest would say it. You mm. know what I mean? Very righteously. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, and like, oh, here's all this awful shit. God comes in at the last minute, fixes it, stories over. We don't need any more explanation. Like, <laughs> yep. don't question it. Don't question it. This happened. Um, Everything was going bad until the MacGuffin happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back to Father Clifford. He spends most of his time with Mr. Lopez, who Mr. Lopez is getting his own episode. Um, oh. if, if not you, must his own... you must have unearthed some good shit about Rivet City's people. I mean, yes and no. Uh, Rivet City as a whole is going to get its own episode, but we kind of got to work for the people. We got to work at the people first. Um, mm -hmm. Mr. Lopez is just a fucking suicidal mess. Oh, a what? He's a suicidal mess. Ah. So we're going to get an episode on him. Uh, because I was sitting there listening to his voice clips on the wiki, and I was like, I could... Next time someone breaks my heart, I could write a, I could write a lo-fi EP with all of these, like... Because <laughs> there's, like... He's going, maybe one day I'll get the courage to jump. I was like, oh my god, I can... Ooh. Like, I know somewhere. Like, I could hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Sometime before 2277, Father Clifford met Marcella, who was a Christian missionary from the Abbey of the Road. Now, that's not a Beatles reference. I mean, really? the, the name itself might be a Beatles reference, but um, the, Abbey, the Abbey of the Road is a Christian monastery located west of the Commonwealth, right? It's actually a reference to the Canticel of Leibowitz. The who? Uh, Canticel? Canticle, a hymn or cant. Okay, a canticle for Canticel, Canticel for uh, Leibowitz, which is a book about seeking religious relics in a post-apocalyptic world. Huh. I really want to read this book. Yeah, that sounds um, kind of neat. But I think it's from like the 1800s or the 50s. I was on the wiki. I don't remember. 
Uh, but going back to Clifford, sometime, uh, sometimes he can be found at the Muddy Rudder lecturing about all the dangers of sin and debauchery. And he holds mass mm-hmm. on every Sunday for NPCs and the player character yourself. Now, this is how I got introduced to the quest. Because I heard, um, I heard about it. I know, I didn't hear about it. I heard that someone said there was church every Sunday in St. Monica's Cathedral, right? So I heard about this from, from just going there. Going there and saying to people, like, oh, what's Rivet City about, this and that. And I didn't do this my first run. I didn't do this for a long time. And I remember going to the church and sitting there and listening to Father Clifford give his whole sermon. And thinking, oh, wow, this is a really neat detail that if you wait mm-hmm. till Sunday, you can sit in on a fake church going. So I wanted to do this. And I realized that if I talked to Diego, he brought up that he had feelings for this girl, this and that. So you do the quest. Speaking with Angela Stolly, Diego or Father Clifford will start this little quest. Uh, Angela Stolly will tell you how she loves Diego. Diego has a harder time expressing his feelings. Angela will tell you that if she can get her hands on some ant queen pheromones, she can seduce Diego. She then uses the ant pheromones on Diego. Uh, you can hear a little bit of dialogue that they exchange after she's she's he's been privy to these these pheromones, right? So if you think about it, wait, wait, don't say it because okay. I know what you're thinking because we're gonna get there at the end. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking. Because <laughs> you remember when I was telling you about this on the phone, I was like, my number one fear is you're gonna be like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, continue. So there's a little bit of an exchange, and I'm going to read it for you. Angela, I have something special for you, but I can only give it to you in private. Diego, we're not alone, so it'll have to wait. Maybe later today. Diego, Angela, I'm not sure you should spend so much time around me. I am to be married to God soon. Angela replies with, Would you rather be married to a real girl? Maybe you should try it before you decide. Diego, oh lord, give me strength. Angela, Diego, do you think I'm sexy? I mean, if... You weren't a priest and everything? Would you be turned on by me? Diego replies with, Well, I, uh, that is, uh, sure, you're you're incredibly sexy. Not that I noticed. I, I am to be a priest, and you don't, uh, well, you know. <laughs> and then they mm-hmm. get it on. Okay. okay. Um, what I'm talking about, come on, baby. Like, they just, I guess, go for it. Yeah. Um, and then he just resigns from the church. <laughs> he just drops out. He's, he's like, all right, I'm done. Fuck it. Like, I did my piece. Like, I did my nickel. <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm done. Um, and then you can, like, after three days, after a few days, whatever, uh, the wedding will be held at 3 p.m. And you can go there and you can witness the wedding. That's cute And you, you get, you get uh, 100 karma for helping them out. And then they live in their own room. He resigns from the church. He's, he still looks at Father Clifford as, like, his man. Um, mm-hmm. But you can lie to Father Clifford and say that Diego is already sleeping with Angela. And he expels Diego from the church uh, and refuses to do the ceremony because they have been... Their love is in sin. But they're together. Okay. So, you know what this sounds like to me? Sounds like a good old Rufian. It... I'm reading this. I'm reading the quest, and I'm going. So you're telling me a child rapes an adult? Like I, I, I didn't I, even think about that. Like, yeah, I'm sitting there, like, 
Imagine me squinting my in my big screen, going, "Holy shit, she took advantage of an adult!" <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> I'm reading to go, and, like, I tried not to make a big deal about it, because I kind of was just like, I wonder if anybody else is paying attention. She's 16. He's 18. This is... This is sus as hell. She roofied him. She, yeah, she fucking That's gave like him drugs. That's like big sexual assault, yo. <laughs> like, what is going on? I must have been like 13, 14 years old playing this going like, this is, there's nothing wrong with this. And then like, I read it now. I was like, oh my God. There's so much wrong with this. Yeah. Like, you, you know, it's just something you don't pick up In on. Both like, ha video game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. So they say it's in threes, right? Mm-hmm. We did blackface, accidental pedophilia, and now we hit, um. Intentional <laughs> pedophilia. What do you mean? Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because she's 16. Just fucking Jesus. nuts. I'm, like, I'm surprised. I'm, like, the YouTube How video. did this get past the fucking, like, Dude, content moderators? I don't know. Was don't it just fuck. a different time? Like, it was 20, 2008. Crazy. Just, it was, like, I'm reading this going, like, this is... This is fucked up. Mm, this is this is illegal. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm surprised we don't see more of shit like this. Sometimes I think about that because that's like, that's. It's I expect like a to part see part of apocalypse. the apocalypse. And like, I'm trying to not say this and sound like an asshole when I say this. It's just something that like you kind of expect is going to be there because it's lawless, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, there's a scene in the Book of Eli that we've talked about where, like, you see it begin happening, and he stops it. Like, really, really quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I remember playing Fallout 3 after this quest and being like, or after seeing the movie and being like, huh, there's not a lot of that in Fallout 3. And you would expect more. Yeah. And now I'm reading this quest and I'm going, huh, huh. There's a they lot more smartly. <laughs> yeah, like. Christ. <laughs> like. If it, if they were both eighteen, it'd be different. Yeah, but this is a minor. Yeah, like if they were both eighteen, it would be like oh, a love potion. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like oh, I'll give this to them and they'll fall in love with me. And it's not a roofie; it's just fucking. I don't know what this voice is, but it's just this. But be, is that but, your like David Attenborough? I was going. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I I do. Do you know my wizard voice? I do, yes. If I can, I'll find you and make a potion of your bones. <laughs> like, I didn't want to do that, but... Uh, <laughs> like... No, I was reading this going, this is fucking bananas. This exists. This is my favorite game of all time, and I fucking forgot about it. Like... Uh. <laughs> so... I don't know. I don't fucking know, my man. I don't know. I don't pretend I... to know. I don't act to know. I don't ask to know. That's... I mean, to what extent can one truly love in the apocalypse? You know what? That's a question I've been asking for a while. Like, not to we we can we can segue into some of the other topics we had, but mm-hmm. the idea that popped into my head is: Do you love in a situation like this because you're both in the same area, or because you genuinely love another person? Yeah, because... or like it's like. Do it now because you might not be here tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's what I was thinking is, like, you think about it, she's 16. 
she's a young girl. There's one of her dialogue options is even, oh, do the men give you trouble? And she's like, no, they flirt with me, but I wish Diego would flirt with me. And it's just like, it's like, like, I know I'm looking like she's a kid. She doesn't even know what love is. Do do any of us know what love is? Now you're getting a little existential on me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, but that's what I'm saying is like, she's a kid. Like, it gives you the good karma, but at the same time, it's like, you just put her into something that, like, she doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. It's someone who's kind of her age. Like, she's never left Rivet City as far as I know. Yeah. And she's a fucking horny teenager. Like... Yeah, honestly... Like... Bad move. Bad move. (laughs) Like... I mean, there has to be... Love is, like, a human... It's a very human thing. I mean... Like, if you think about, like, the animal kingdom, uh, most procreation is for sake of, like, producing more of your species. But for us, it's a very socialized thing. Yeah, the only other animals that do it are, like, monkeys, some birds, and I think dolphins. Dolphins are... Yeah, those are all the fucking smart ones. Yeah, but dolphins... They so rape ducks. for sport. Ducks rape. D- dolphins <laughs> rape for sport. <laughs> I was talking with my friend about this earlier today. We were talking about like how there's like two different animals that rape for sport, and it's dolphins and otters. Do otters really? Otters rape for sport, yeah. Well, you know, ducks have um sorry, children. Ducks Pussy have bits. corkscrew shaped male ends. And the only reason they have that is because the females had to evolve into corkscrew-shaped female parts. And ducks are just like, we ain't stopping. Like, it's fucking crazy. Animals are nuts, dude. Steve Irwin's fucking rolling in his grave. Oh, jeez. Can we get two seconds of silence for my boy Steve? Thank you. I just, I don't know, it was just like, I'm reading this whole quest, and I'm just like, which, man, this is demonetized. (laughs) (laughs) Which then made me think of, like, Big Town. Yeah, huh. What's the moral, what's the moral status of Big Town? Uh, I think you leave Big Town when you turn 13, right? You leave, uh, Little Lamp. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm looking this up, hold on. Okay. We talked about a little lamplight on the show once. Nope. No? I don't think we did. We think we talked about my boy McCready. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. You leave... <laughs> you leave little lamplight when you turn 16. Mm-hmm. Angela Stolly is Just at the age there. to leave little lamplight. Uh, but then, okay, imagine an entire town, big town, of just a bunch of Angela Stallies running around. They're just, they're just horny <laughs> and on everything. This is, this is the fucking, this is a really, like, I'm trying to not, like, smile and laugh when I say these things, because I don't want it mm-hmm. to be like, oh, he's making fun of, like, something awful, but I'm just like. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what is going on, dude? Um, gross. Yeah, kind of, kind of icky, kind of yucky. I don't know. I don't know, dude. 
It's a... Uh... But it is a quest that I enjoy because it's hidden, so you can go a hundred thousand hours and not figure it out but if you're playing for a hundred thousand hours um but it was just one of those things and it's also the the biblical references i'm a fucking fan of in anything yeah are you still recording i, I don't yeah we are okay. um i don't know why you're so interested in the biblical references i think it's because it's the school i went to growing up even though i only went to i was like in fourth grade i think it's just I see so much power that people hold. Like, people look up to religious figures with so much power. And I think that's mm-hmm. fascinating that they can do that with their voice. Um, Because, don't get me wrong, I look at religious figures like priests and rabbis and uh, other teachers of religion mm-hmm. the same way I kind of look at, like, cult leaders. And I'm not saying that every religion really? is a cult. I'm just saying I look at them and I see how these people have so much power over people. Like, people follow them with everything they say and do because they're charismatic. Because they have something that can just grab somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like someone stuck some charisma in a historian. But (laughs) the history was a fanfic. Yeah, like, we've said it before, we both went to the same Catholic school. It's how we met originally, Mm -hmm. right? But we are neither of us are religiously active. No, no. Um, my my go to joke is always I don't keep up with the lore anymore, or I, I don't keep up with the meta. Uh, yeah, and it's just like when you spend so much time in it and you're you're conditioned to believe this one way from such a young child, um, mm. you kind and then you see like other people that are doing the same thing but different. Kind of um, like sticks around. Yeah, like you kind of like. Uh, every time, and I'm not a Star Wars guy, but every time I hear, uh, may the force be with you, I instinctually want to go and also with you because of church. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh, also, like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and I didn't grow up with Star Wars. I, I like mean, Star I Wars a little bit, but it's just like the first thing I think of when I hear it. I'm like, and also with you. Fuck. Goddamn. Like, fuck. you know what I mean? I'm just like, mm-hmm. um, but like, I see someone like Father Clifford who took Diego's mind and said, hey, whatever you want to do is wrong because of this book from fucking thousands of years ago. Like, who's going to sit there and tell you that for real? Like, yeah. Like, hey, 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 don't fucking Hey, uphold put... this one construct from before everyone died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like what? The one thing that, like, was killing... Not, not, like, something from the time when people were killing each other for some reason... This makes sense to somebody somewhere. Now we do it right. We kill people for no reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, How many innocent kids are getting shot down by police? But, um, uh... (laughs) uh... (laughs) This is a fun episode. Can we we name the episode a fun episode? Yeah, if you want. It's... I one of my one of my I, I like watching and researching things about cults, right? So I like to look into cults and shit. And um, yeah, you're you can, a big fan of Heaven's Gate. Uh, yeah, as well as going to get to. They're my favorite because they're, from my perspective, they don't seem like a cult in the sense of everybody saying like like they believed it it seemed like they believed it and i'm not saying Mm -hmm. they did i'm not saying they didn't but it just seemed like out of everybody in there they were with it 
Yeah, and, like that made a hundred percent sense. There was no other way. Absolutely, but you see something because, and like you see something like Jonestown, and mm. that just seemed like maybe a little bit of convenience, and definitely people getting taken advantage of. Uh, David yeah. Koresh with the Branch Davidians. That was he was he was having. Let's bring it on back. Let's bring it full circle. He was having sex with people's wives and their kids. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was it was someone who was taking advantage of of other people where heaven's gate i'm not going to get into the, the fucking lore of heaven's gate if you really want to know about it there's a great podcast that's just called heaven's gate it's a 10-part series and it's it's good of, i've listened to it it's one of my favorite podcasts ever i listen to all 10 episodes like once a year because of how much i love it um it's it's and it goes into like like their beliefs and how they did everything and how everything kind of came about and where things went wrong but then you get shit like like um uh what are they called Najish Perem? I don't remember. It's they, they have a documentary on, on Netflix called Wild Country or Wild Wild Country. I've never watched the whole thing, but I know about them through a Down the Rabbit Hole episode, and I've watched other shit on them. That was just, mm. everybody have sex with everybody. It's the 60s, mm. just plow. Like, just go. And that was like a big thing in most cults is just taking advantage of people sexually. But um, one of the questions I kind of proposed to you in our notes was is religion a good or a bad thing in post-apocalyptia? I have a couple different branching thoughts about this. Okay, I spoke for a long time. Now you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for one, don't know if religion is good or bad for people pre-apocalyptia. So all of this is kind of very like nebulous and in my mind. I'm kind of like. The jury's still out on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that if, as long as it is a religious organization that is not actively seeking to inflict pain and harm in others, then that little bit of hope might just be all someone has. Okay. Um, Another part of me is like having a religion in a post-apocalyptic area where education is at an all-time low and people don't know how to think from themselves. Everything they know is what they learn from other people. That's a big opportunity for someone with a little bit of charisma to just completely abuse and take advantage of, like, a ton of people. Did I ever tell you who my first favorite character in Fallout 3 was? Was it Confessor Cromwell? It was Confessor Cromwell. Um, I agree with you. There's, there's, it's, it's kind of a weird topic, but let me hit you with Mm -hmm. this. The followers of the apocalypse. I would say they were a good, they're a reason to say religion is good for the wasteland. Do they, do they believe in a a religion? It started out that way. Did it? Didn't it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it did. I don't know much about the followers. I'm pretty sure they were like, they're a descendant of Mormons. They're they're founded by um, Nicole in twenty one sixty one. You're getting bonus episode. You're getting bonus ep- lore. Bonus lore. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do an episode on them eventually. Uh, mm-hmm. But Julie Farkas. I like the followers. They're cool as hell. Yeah, Julie Farkas in twenty twenty two eighty one is uh, in charge in the Mojave. I guess they're not based on a religion. I don't. I never thought they were, but they have a cross as their logo. We could be mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. It's more about, like, free and open accessibility to knowledge. Yeah, I'm just kind of reading this through. They started in the Los Angeles Public Library, yeah. And I don't see any sort of religious... 
uh, the only thing I'm seeing religious is the children of the cathedral, and that's really it. Yeah. But again, the masters, his his ilk, his kin, his his follow following, was looked at as like a church. It's kind of a cult, I don't, and I probably, they're literally in the church. So yeah, and I've the probably cathedral. said this before on the show, but there is a. Um, a Punisher comic book where the whole thing of the Punisher is like, I need revenge for my family. And he goes around punishing the bad people more or less. Yes. There's one called like Punisher apocalypse or something where he's so mad <laughs> that his family is dead and he still feels like he has something to prove that he goes to a post-apocalyptic church takes and, and, and the, 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 the head preacher or whatever, Whatever name he's given, whatever, not denomination, denomination, whatever title he has. Creed. Yeah, whatever. Whatever title of of religious man he has, he finds the guy who's hurting the people, and he takes that Bible that their holy word is, and he beats the man to death with it. That's fucking crazy. That's the most fucking metal shit. That's like some doom shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It really (laughs) is. Uh, So, here's where I stand on this. I don't think religion is bad for people. I think you should... I think just as works of be it fiction or non-fiction, someone who wants to educate themselves and be a more learned person, you should read these books that entire cultures are based on. Right? Mm -hmm. Because whether or not they're right and wrong, they're still of cultural relevance. Yes, extremely there's a a little a small section of italy that's just all about one book two books really two well two volumes of collections of books right Mm -hmm. um and there is a war going on in the middle east currently over a piece of land because of half of those volumes do you understand what i'm saying yes so they're culturally they're, they're relevant to today. I think you should learn them, and I and I don't think you should you should read them and go. This is exactly how I should lead my life. But I think there's some stories in there that people can take from them, and people can apply to their own lives, and they can maybe become better people from it. I'm not saying it's a guaranteed you're going to read it and oh look at me, I'm a good person now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once heard that Martin Luther King Jr. was agnostic. That sounds about right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, here's a guy who was a priest who I, I was in his church it's a beautiful church it's it is it is just the way it was when he left it it's beautiful i love really yeah it, it looks like it. dude it's like you just walked into the 60s wow yeah it was i'm in there i'm like holy shit um i think i went on a sunday too hmm. it was just it just happened to be like when i was there um yeah uh but like Here's someone whose entire philosophy was, we're all equal, and we got to stop being shitty to each other. Um, yeah. And then they killed him for it, but that's not the point I'm getting at. The point I'm getting at is, he didn't even know, but he saw the good in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I can see the good in it, but I can see how people abuse it. Is religion good in the wastes? Maybe. It, the answer is, it depends. Yeah. The beginning of... The beginning of... Um, the beginning of Megaton, Probably. Ten years later, when we get to Boston, Confessor Cromwell has kind of reached out a lot. And people see it for what it is or what it isn't, and they took advantage of it. Yeah, it's true. 
look at how the fucking Honest Hearts. I we're gonna do a whole big episode on Honest Hearts. Probably gonna do a, like a, a mini series on them. Yeah, dude, I can't tell you how many times I've thought of we can't expect God to do all the work. Like when I was doing something, yeah. Yeah. like I. Uh, and the whole point of Honest Hearts of do we help these people or do we do we help these people and teach them about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or do we say to them or do we let them have their own culture and believe what they believe in, the man in the caves, which is a fucking phenomenal secret quest that mm-hmm. I, I streamed me doing it and I fucking had a blast doing it. Like, let them have their own culture or do I impose my own culture and tell them this is how the world works? Mm-hmm. And it's that balance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's really interesting. I don't know why I like talking about this shit so much. It's just one of those things that I find super, super interesting. I don't know. What's our time looking like? Uh, 50. Alright, cool. We got some time. So... Do you th- can you think of any instance where religion would help out in the wastes? Um, some. It's a great way to motivate people to do things beyond their like sense of self. Like if you are promised some kind of salvation if you work with other people, and like believe in a certain like set of rules, mm-hmm. that's valuable in its own right. Like, if one person is able to organize people to stop just needless violence under some, even if it's, like, complete bullshit, under some complete bullshit creed, at least there has, some rule has been restored to an otherwise lawless place. Okay, question. Yes. Do you think it's okay to then lie to people? Um, I don't think that lying is a a moral act. Okay. But, from the way you just stated that, mm-hmm. it sounded like you were saying, if I lie to these people and tell them when they die, they get to go to a land where they get to eat cake all day long. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't kill each other, then, good, I'll lie to them. I was going more of, like, the person that created or, like, founded the religion believed it themselves. Ah, Okay. Okay. Even if it's like not right. Okay, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking a different scale. Okay, but no, that's a valid concern. Do, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, and I think I think that's where it comes from, and especially in a situation like this, because think about it: the way people are living in a post-apocalypse is how we lived two thousand years ago. Yeah, really. Clean water is non-existent. You have to go far for it. People aren't like that's another thing that I don't think enough people think about is you're not eating meat. Like you're eating as much grain as you can mm-hmm. because it takes such a long time to raise a Brahmin. Slay the Brahmin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you when you get to when you get to like the how new the West Coast is more developed, maybe. Maybe I can see you having it more often, but it's just one of those things. Like even a uh, hundred years ago, a hundred and fifty years ago in the U.S., we were cowboys. Still, I'm a cowboy, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you were, you were, you were spitting tobacco and freaking. <laughs> bless you. You were sorry about that. You're. You don't ever have to apologize for a sneeze. 
All right, um, then fuck you. I'll sneeze again. Good, do it. Do it right now on command. Go, 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 go. Was that real? No. Oh, it almost sounded real. Yeah, I know. I was really trying. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it's just one of those things that like we're reverted back to a time of of simpler folk. Really? Yeah. Uh, the the we always say that like the Fallout games are based they're water. The economy is water. The way that I remember you came to me, you're like, yo, I figured out how to win four. I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, go to your base and just plant water purifiers till mm-hmm. till to anyone that has like a, a, I think it was at Sanctuary, like just go to Sanctuary, go to the little river, plant as many, don't even build anything, just plant as many as you can, build as much energy as you can, and every day you'll have thousands of purified water at your base. And I did. Yeah. And I never fucking used caps i traded everything you never water. wanted for anything ever again because yeah. water fucking it sells was, i i had the park so i could travel by over cucumbered uh and <laughs> <laughs> i would take all my water go to good neighbor go to the robot go yes ammo uh, thank you and then i'd go to anywhere else that sold stim packs and i'd go uh-huh yeah here's some water and then i'd leave and i would have i had so many caps it was just like the games are based on water, right? It's just stupid, yeah. So so here's the thing. We always say this too. In the post-apocalypse, there's five, six forms of currency. Bottle caps, because of the, the franchise we, we choose to use mm-hmm. as our vessel of, of, of delegating, of, of showing example through the post-apocalypse, bottle caps. Mm-hmm. Water, because you need a drink. Food to an extent, but not really. So I'm not even going to count food. Cigarettes, because when you're hungry, you can smoke a cigarette. And I always think that one's funny. <laughs> and because it's a drug, and once you get people addicted, and it's a, there's a finite there's a finite amount of it, which I never really thought of. So would cigarettes actually be better than bottle caps? But no, because they biodegrade. This is a conversation for a different episode. Yeah. Um, so you have bottle caps, cigarettes, water, sex, because. Um, you'll always have prostitution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, which I think is the most important, is knowledge. So if you yeah. can say that I had this divine vision, or I saw this, or I read this out of a out of an old world book, and it says if you do X, Y, and Z, you shall you shall live in prosperity, and you you will live amongst you will live in paradise, more or less. But what does that mean to somebody who doesn't even have a public school education? I don't know, dude. You know what I mean? I like this is I don't even know. I really don't. I love talking about this shit. Uh hypotheticals and what we're getting uh, a we're getting a little too existential. No, I wish <laughs> we should make a third show <laughs> where it's a once a month show and we just sit down and get existential for two and a half hours. Jeez Louise. And and that's it. Like we do, like you'll never hear me talk about it ever again. <laughs> so if they're like we're out getting a piece of pizza and I'm just like, what if, what if I can never love anybody the way I love myself? And you're just like, shut the fuck up, I want to like, eat this cheese stop. and pepperoni. <laughs> like that, that happened the other day when we were texting. I was like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, go outside and look at the fucking sun for an hour, yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Like You'll never hear me bring it up again. You'll be like, hey, man, what's in your mind? Liter- literally nothing. Just, yeah. I'm just kind of living right now. 
Oh my goodness. Alright. What time are we at? What time are we at? We're at a Shane Ivory amount of time. Hit me with it. I now, so, I don't feel I feel hold on, wait a second, wait a second. I feel, I feel like we should good enough. I feel like we should we should work for it. We should want it. Yeah, we really should. And then God said, Let there be Ivers, and there was Ivers, and God <laughs> listened to the music, and it was good. And then <laughs> he delivered the music from the darkness, and he called it Feather Duster. Uh, in the and the darkness, he called not playing music. <laughs> so the evening and the morning were the first. That's not that great. Oh, uh, it was a good good <laughs> attempt at it. <laughs> in the good word of Shane Ivers, you must go to www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster to get my oh holy intro music, feather duster. But Vince, tell us about our online presence. If you'd like to follow us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter to our personals to the show. There'll be links in the description below. Um, there's also one there for our Instagram, I believe. You can also jump in the Discord. We talked about the Discord a few times in here. It is... Fa- the, the it's best. awesome. It's the place to be. Dude, it really is. I was in the other night with a few people talking about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause motherfucking Joaquin won best mm-hmm. actor. Hey, quick question: Is Joker still good? Oh, it's amazing! Out? It's fuck. I've seen it four times, and it's. Still I have yet fucking... to see it. Didn't you get the code from Kyle? Oh, yo! I didn't redeem that. Asshole. I'm sorry. It's it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what? I just, you were just like sorry. Um, did a fucky wucky. <laughs> Oopsie whoopsie, I did a fucky wucky. <coughs> what the fuck? Um, the dumbest Please leave that, Please leave that in. I, absolutely. Um, jump in the Discord. I stream in there. Um, we're recording on a Tuesday. We normally record on a, on a Monday. But what I'm going to start doing is Morgan actually gave me the name for it. Tuesday Vibe Nights with Vince. Um, if I can get Tuesdays free at night, what I definitely want to do is we all hang out in the Discord, and I just stream YouTube, and we listen to music videos. Like, we'll just listen to music together. And just have a good old time. Dude, I was... I loved it, but I've been playing... I've, I finished New Vegas. I finally beat New Vegas in there. Um, which I didn't talk about at the beginning of the show, which I should have. But jump in. You could talk about anything. Uh, there's always something going on, and everybody in there is incredibly friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, my brain died. What do I say next? Usually, support the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, if you want, you can throw us a couple bucks on Redbubble by buying a mug, a shirt, a sticker, a duvet, a clock, a block, uh, a book, a bunch of other things, and we also yeah. have a Patreon. Maybe a um, shower curtain. Ooh. Oh, fucking a shower curtain. Yeah. Yes, but. Listen to Atomic Radio. Atomic Radio. Yeah, listen to us, but also listen to Atomic Tabletop. Um, it's our D and D. Yeah, it's our D and D meets <laughs> Fallout podcast. They come out once a month. Uh, we're gonna record an episode. Fucking the day this comes out, actually, yep. and we will have it out as soon as we can. We put a lot of time into it, put a lot of effort into it, and we're about to get into the Patreon. Um, at the ten dollar tier, if you're there, we will have a guest in at a rotating basis so if you're in there and your number comes up uh it's in an order uh if you want you can be on if not totally cool it just goes to the next guy um so 
we have to thank some people for their contribution to the to dispense. Yeah. So, would you like to go down that list? Absolutely. I don't even look at it anymore because it's in my brain. So, Tight. first is the friendly companion cube. Thanks so thank much you, for cube. being here, cube. We also have Noah. Thank you, Noah. An OG supporter. Yes. We also have Mason. Thank you, Mason. Gage. Thank you, Gage. And last, definitely not least, Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. I want to give uh, just a real quick on Gage. Gage also um, is the dude who supports our Discord. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I can stream in there is because of him. Yeah, so... So thank you twice. (laughs) Super thank you. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah, that sounds like about it. You know, this is 84 episodes. We, yeah, but we still don't know how to end one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't... I, I This is, the, like, the hardest thing for me. I'm just going to fade into the background. You're just going to leave? You're just, oh, God, she's gone. Fuck. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, there's just... Uh, there's this guy, Tim, right? And uh, he's kind of like... No, racist. no, please don't. Please don't do this. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Get home safe. Atomic Radio Hour.